Hello everyone, welcome back to Season 4, Series 4. I always mistake season for series and series for season, Janine. It is... Because you're British. ...a living nightmare. Hello everyone, welcome back to Morgan Hasn't Seen. I am Morgan, I haven't seen things. Janine is here, as always, and she forces me to see things, don't you, Janine? I do. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. Um, this is series four of the show. We did finish our Will Smith Men in Black uh, series last week, and thank we did. Thank God that's over with after the hellhole that was the episode <laughs> on Independence Day. <laughs> that was fun. Oh yeah, I'm sure you enjoyed yourself. Oh, I'm sure it was fun for everybody listening to me trip over my words and get all. Uh, angry at myself over my own feelings towards Independence Day. It was weird. That's the fun of this show. It is the fun of this show. Exposing you to new and interesting things. So being that it is Series 4, Janine, and being that you like to expose me to new and interesting things in the realm of uh, movies, uh, what is the new and interesting uh, series of movies or whatever you have decided to uh, to give me for series four. Um, well, I'm very excited to announce that this series will be on the Fast and Furious films, I mean, all leading up to the epic Hobbs and Shaw spinoff movie. Now. The epic Hobbs and Shaw spin-off movie that nobody has seen and might be terrible. But you still suggest is epic in proportion. I mean, have you seen the trailers? It looks completely ridiculous in the best way possible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. But yeah, that is why we're doing... This uh, series on on Fast and Furious, I'm sure if anybody has listened to the show in the past few weeks, will be fully aware that Fast and Furious was coming up. And um, and Morgan was super excited about it. I mean, yeah, I was really excited about it, about, uh, you know, watching <laughs> the uh, silly car movies starring Vin Diesel that I will continue to refer to this whole franchise as... The silly car movies starring Vin Diesel. Um, despite whether I like them or don't like them or whatever my feelings may eventually be on the whole uh, franchise as a as an entire being, um, they will still always be the silly car movies starring uh, Vin Diesel. But I was, yeah, I mean, I was as excited to start with Fast and Furious, as I may be, you know, stapling my own fingers together. Oh. <laughs> That's extreme. <laughs> Come on now. You know, using hot glue on my own knees to stick my knees together so I can't walk properly. <laughs> okay, well, now that you've seen 
the Fast and the Furious and Too Fast, Too Furious. I should. What are your feelings? I mean, we should say that actually. Yes, the whole series we're doing two, two of the movies each, a uh, week each episode, because there's just that many of them. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> that it it works out in the schedule with Hobbs and Shaw coming out because we obviously the we always do a bonus episode at the end of each series and. This series' bonus will be Hobbs and Shaw, right? That's right. There you go. See, you I'm know a, what's going on. I know what's going on. I've got my game head on. <laughs> um, I'm in the zone. No. Danger zone. No, that's the you wrong thing. You need to thing. get that's in the top. zone because it's going to get bonkers. I was just about to say so. danger zone, but that's Top Gun. That's a silly plane movie starring Tom Cruise. Not a silly car movie starring Vin Diesel. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there, Morgan. There's one movie in the Top Gun franchise. How will we possibly get there? Oh, it could be a bonus on oh, Mission Impossible. No. <laughs> because guess oh, what, people? No. Morgan has not seen a single Mission Impossible movie. Yes, but we all know my feelings towards Mr. Cruz. Well, I'm sure he'll change your mind. But he's weird. He's, <laughs> he's weird in his real life, not in his movie life. Uh, he is a very good actor, and he's sure. very committed sure. oh, to no, his he, craft. Oh yeah, he's very committed to his craft and his weirdness. And he's not weird in movies. <laughs> and there starts the. Me angering Janine about my feelings towards yeah. certain things for the week, and um, also a part of this show. A part of this show, <laughs> yeah. A, a key, a key part of this show. Me, uh, you being disappointed in some of my feelings towards some movies you absolutely love. <laughs> Fast and Furious probably coming up in the later installments of Fast and Furious. You may be seeing a lot of Janine getting annoyed with me about my feelings towards like I don't know the Fast and Furious 7 or whatever the stupid title of them are I mean I I won't get angry I mean I've already won just making you watch these movies in the first place so I mean I guess you have good. this I mean this whole show is just a, one victory after another for you Exactly. So, really... so what do I have to be mad about? Well, yeah. It's 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 all on me really. I'm the one that should be angry. Why am I not angry? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anymore. But yes, Hobbs and Shaw will be our bonus episode for this whole series. We will be doing two Fast and Furious movies each week up to the release of uh of Hobbs and Shaw. And this week, naturally, we're starting with the Fast and the Furious. Now, we always have... Now, I've got to remember this as well, to always get the titles right, because all the titles are weird. Yeah. And they all switch on each other every time. So we're doing The Fast and the Furious, and Too Fast, Too Furious. I've got to stop yes. saying Fast and Furious, because that's a whole separate movie. Yes, that's the fourth one. Which is weird. Which... With the weird timeline shift, it's complicated. So we'll not we will not get into that yet. But I don't, yes, I don't even want to know. We're talking about the first two released Fast and Furious films. 
Yeah, uh, from uh, the early 2000s. And we all know yeah. from the Men in Black 2 episode how much I love movies from the early 2000s. <laughs> Um, well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the first one first, because that makes the most sense. It would be weird if we talked about the second one first. <laughs> uh, so, I tried to pique your interest somewhat in this film by giving uh, you the comparison of Point Break with Cars. Yes. So, did you see any parallels? Did that inform... Anything going into this movie? There is parallels with Point Break. I mean, I, I remember when we did Point Break, that was our bonus one for the Keanu Reeves-John Wick uh, yes, whole situation. And I really liked Point Break. Um, you did? Even though maybe maybe some parts, I don't know, maybe some parts of it were a little too really, let's take itself way too seriously for how absolutely nonsense this whole thing is but i really liked point yeah. break for what it was um, i know you did that's why i used it as a reference point to hopefully pique your interest on fast and furious see because you're very clever like did it that. work <laughs> but did it work i would say to a point it did work because i did see <sighs> I did see a lot of parallels between Point Break and the first Fast and Furious movie, being that Paul Walker is an undercover cop. And I had no idea. I just thought Paul Walker was, you know, another one of these driver people that are in these movies. Um, no. Because I literally know zero things about Fast and Furious, by the way, guys, so... Anybody that's listening to this who is a die-hard Fast and Furious fan, <laughs> be prepared to, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say cringe at what I'm saying, because I hate the word cringe, you know, did you know that? You do. Um, but maybe, like, uh, roll your eyes at a lot of what I'm saying, being that I... Or scoff. Or scoff. Perhaps. Scoffing is always a nice thing to do to somebody. Um, if you ever scoffed in someone's face, it's really nice. Or give a good, what? Or do that. Or <laughs> do that. But yeah, I had no idea Paul Walker was an undercover cop who was uh, doing a very um, Johnny Utah situation of, of, of infiltrating the gang of criminals who are not surfers in this movie, but are in fact street racers. Yes. Uh, led. And I'd say comparatively, Paul is like the Keanu of the time. I mean, easy. Range wise, I'd say. I mean, Keanu didn't have much range at that time in his career. Keanu's also way bigger of a star. But I just mean at that time. He was just starting out then. Keanu had already done enough stuff by Point Break. He'd already done Bill and Ted and all that sort of stuff before uh, Point Break. People already knew who Keanu was. Did people? I mean, I I'm haven't just heard... saying range. I'm just saying range-wise. He didn't do very, very varied things performance-wise in his films at that time. I mean, truly, I don't know any other Paul Walker movie, so... 
other than these ones. So that's just, again, my uh, limited knowledge of movies from the 90s and the 2000s, perhaps. What? See, so you, you're already coming in. You're already coming in with an over-exaggerated what. Okay, okay. Throw some Paul Walker movies at me. Exactly, you can't because he hasn't done any more. He did the Fast and Furious. He did the Fast and the Furious ones, and then very sadly passed away in a car accident. That's what happened that's to pa- that. That's Paul Walker. He was in the Skulls. That was a good. The movie. what? The Skulls. <laughs> the Skulls about a secret society at a college. Did that movie with Joshua Jackson? Oh God. <laughs> Right, okay. Of course Joshua Jackson's in it. That's right. I just don't know the 1990s and the 2000s, do I at all? He was in Pleasantville. Oh, yeah, see, I have nominated for Oscars. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, I I haven't seen all of Pleasantville. Good. I've probably what? only seen him. I've probably only seen about fifteen minutes of Pleasantville. In truth, so. Uh, what? Are we if 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 we're gonna carry on with the over exaggerated <laughs> what's, I'm gonna at least attempt to uh, slow them down or somewhat. So. Okay. Well, let's get back into this movie. I'm sorry, I digress. Yeah, but Paul Walker's Paul Walker's perfectly good in the movie. I like him. I like him. Sure. I just don't think he's. I, I mean, I don't think you can. Com- I don't think I can compare him to Keanu. In terms I of a Keanu, him in the sense of I compare him in the sense of like acting level. Like Keanu could only do so many things like really well in his kind of wheelhouse at that time. I think. Yeah. And Paul Walker was similar. He's kind of a linear actor. He doesn't really do anything that's varied. He doesn't really do doesn't really stretch i guess i mean i his chops yeah i i i agree with that in this movie he like i said he's perfectly good but it doesn't require him to do a great deal it doesn't require anyone to do a great deal but that's not what it's there to do um surprisingly to me I found Vin Diesel to be actually my favourite character and the best performance in the first movie. Wow. Well, I'm very curious to see how you feel about him as you see him throughout the series. I mean, sure, because <laughs> I've all you know, I've always had this uh, impression of Vin Diesel as uh, just the big hulking dude who stars in the silly car movies. That's why I call them the silly car movies starring Vin Diesel. Yes. Um, so I'm I'm very interested to see how your feelings about him develop um, when you get to know Dominic Toretto. Oh yeah, sure. Mister Mister Toretto actually did quite impress me though in the first movie. I did I did like that, and obviously you get um, Michelle Rodriguez as well, who's always in 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 these movies, um, and always playing the tough chick. Yeah, and she's great. I mean, she's good at what she does as well. Um, that's why you cast Michelle Rodriguez, I think probably from that, that, um, maybe t- bit of typecasting probably comes from these movies as well. Um, 
with her entire career as the as the like you said the tough chick. Um, yes. Probably comes from these, but she does that really well. I mean, she doesn't have a great deal to do. Um, compared to the compared to the other people, but I. No, but I, I, I think my biggest takeaway from the first Fast and Furious movie is actually how much I liked Dominic Toretto and Vin Diesel. Um, way more did than I... Did you expect? I, no. Than you expected? Yeah, okay. way more than I expected. I did not expect to uh, to enjoy him so much. And I honestly didn't expect to actually enjoy the movie so much, which is why I found myself pleasantly surprised by very much actually enjoying the uh, the first Fast and Furious movie. Because I think... Because, and you've got to take this into account as well, guys. The only Fast and Furious movies I have currently seen are the first two. Um, <laughs> so when I say this, and I know because I've been saying this to Janine and she's been responding with what she will likely respond with after I say this again. I think people, the people in the first Fast and Furious realise that it's a ridiculous movie. And they play that very well. It doesn't do what Independence did for me last week, where it's a ridiculous movie where everybody's taking it way too seriously. This movie, Fast and Furious 1, realises it's a ridiculous movie. Everybody in it realises it's kind of a, a silly action movie, pure action movie that should be quite two-dimensional. And plays to that, very, very well. It doesn't ask anyone to do anything incredibly special acting-wise, but everybody does a serviceable job. And I just like how everybody seems to realise. I just got a vibe that everybody seemed to realise exactly what movie they were in and exactly how kind of a little bit ridiculous it was. Okay. And for me, that's very interesting that you say that. Because that's kind of how people feel about all these other newer ones where things kind of go off the rails and go crazy. Because if you think this is ridiculous, these are the most grounded movies in the franchise. So if you think this is ridiculous and these people are just kind of going along with what they know to be a ridiculous premise, these movies go nuts. And I think that's why people love them because they're not afraid to do crazy things and everybody in them just kind of knows what kind of movie they're doing and you just go with it and you just have fun with it. So hopefully that way of thinking sticks with you throughout this journey in this franchise because yeah, I, I it gets crazier. I certainly hope so. And I can, I, I mean, I've, I've got nothing against completely ridiculous movies at all um especially if the people in them realize they're ridiculous um which is why you know it's why like spoof comedies work right because spoof comedies are absolutely ridiculous but they're supposed to be and everybody in them realizes that granted fast and furious isn't a spoof comedy but maybe i by the time we get to you know furious seven or whatever it's called um it may feel a bit like a spoof comedy to me, but if it feels like, Perhaps. but if it if it does feel like that to me, and I 
recognise that everybody is still sort of treating it as a ridiculous movie, and maybe even more so because it's way more ridiculous than I I could even think that it possibly is right now, then that probably means I'm still going to enjoy it because everybody's still just doing the same thing. It's just a bit heightened. Uh, not a bit. Okay, but, a lot heightened. Yes. <laughs> but everybody's still doing the same thing. And everybody yes. still realises it's a ridiculous movie. And I don't, I, I, I'm perfectly fine with ridiculous movies. Okay. Nothing, 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 nothing wrong with that. It's not the fact that the, uh, the first Fast and Furious movie is, you know, more grounded. Because I have nothing, I also have nothing to compare it to. So I don't, okay. I wouldn't consider this a necessarily a grounded movie. I mean, yeah, sure, there's not like people flying off tanks and helicopters and landing cars in aircraft carriers and stuff like that. Yet, I believe something <laughs> like that does happen. Um, there's a few good stunts. There's a, there's a, the, in the first one, there's a few good stunts. You can tell that it's way lower budgeted. But that's fine because they don't try and do too much. It all looks perfectly good. Um, so what did you think about the car stuff and the racing stuff? Yeah, I'm gonna because get into I mean that. that was a big element of the story of the plot of what you kind of knew. The one thing you kind of maybe knew about these movies was the whole car stuff. Yeah. So what did you think about that whole element kind of replacing the surfing element in Point Break? Well. I mean, I have more knowledge of cars than I do surfboards, but that isn't saying a lot. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of... Um, you know, like some people are really into cars. Our good friend Tom Zambino, really into cars. Um, I'm not. I don't really know. I don't really know. I see a car and I go, oh, that's a nice car. Or, oh, that's a not nice car. I don't know what all the numbers mean. <laughs> I can drive. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a good driver. I can drive perfectly competently. But I, I, I don't... But you can't drive like these guys. You, we wouldn't see you turning up at race wars in the desert. Certainly not. But that's also because I don't have any clue about any anything like that like oh this has got a I recognize I'm not that simple you know I recognize oh that one has a fancier engine because it's popping out of the top and it's shining and it's see you even the words I'm using right now shiny that thingy that shiny, shiny. thingy that's popping out of the top yeah when has anybody who uh, when has anybody who ever um, has been a really big fan of 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 cars, and and, and that sort of stuff. Ever called something shiny? Yeah, the shiny. Oh, thing. shiny! What do I? What do I? What, shiny. What, yeah, well, we might as well start singing the <laughs> Moana song. Yes, <laughs> yes, Jermaine Clement. Hi. Um. Yeah, I, I, I. I will look at a car and go, ooh, shiny. No, I'm not that simple. Um, but no, yeah, the, the okay, the car stuff, the racing stuff. I think the racing's perfectly good again. It, it's, 
I actually think it's a really well paced movie. Yeah, um, I noticed that rewatching it. This first one is really fast paced and it doesn't let up. There's nothing that drags. Um, it keeps its fast pace all throughout it, and I really like that about it. Yeah, like I said, the racing's great. The the couple of stunts that are in there are, are, are great, and I think, truly, I think that level of stunt is okay. I like that. Uh, when it gets a bit more ridiculous, like I'm saying, I just hope that everybody in the movie and everybody surrounding the movie and whoever makes the movie keeps realising just how ridiculous they're getting. I hope there's never that movie in this franchise that goes more ridiculous than everybody's playing it. Or even less ridiculous than everybody's playing it. I hope it always stays on this gradual level. And, you know, you're promising me complete nonsense in the later movies. Um, but if everybody stays on the gradual level of, okay, let's go with the ridiculous and keep going with the ridiculousness and it's getting it's getting a bit higher in this movie, guys. Let's just get a bit higher with it. Okay, let's get a bit higher with it and higher and higher. And if everybody stays there, it's all good. I just think I I just like the the more low key stunts that are happening in in this first movie. Yeah, I, so you'll probably get that in these first maybe four, and then okay, be geared up for some craziness. And Tormund shows up as well. What? So, Tormund what? and Masande sh- show up Nonsense. in the series. <laughs> what the hell is Tor? What the hell is Christopher Hivju doing in there? Yep. Does he have the and beard? Masande. Please tell me he, he has does. the beard. He does. He does. Why is he in a silly car movie <laughs> starring Vin Diesel? He's in the last one. He's in eight. Oh, well, at that point, I suppose they're not silly car movies starring Vin Diesel anymore, are they? They're silly vehicle heist action movies starring literally everyone. Yeah. Including... See, you know what's going to happen. You're prepared for this. I think, I you know what? about you. Truly, I think I am prepared for this. Which is <laughs> insane. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm turning over a new leaf. Maybe all the uh, confusion over Independence Day has just been completely put put, uh, aside. And I've just opened myself up to, okay, let's just be a bit nonsense. Or maybe, yeah, again, that was my problem with Independence Day, is that everybody was taking it way too seriously. And people in Fast and Furious aren't taking it way too seriously. And it works so much better for them doing that. And I just like that. I agree. I I, I just like that. Janine, is there anything else in, in number one that uh, you particularly love or that you think maybe I, maybe you want to talk to me about more? <laughs> um, I do like the pair. I like, I do see a lot of the parallels to Point Break. Um, I did like the pacing, everything. They kind of got you into the story right away, got you to kind of introduce you to the characters right away. Um, you understood them and yeah like did you like the whole romance with his sister and how that kind of played into the plot i mean it's probably the weakest part of the movie 
Um, I don't think it's as strong as its point break equivalent. With uh, I would agree with that with Laurie Laurie Petty. Petty and Keanu. I think that was really good in in Point Break actually. Um, and also comparing to Point Break, obviously the uh, bromance, if you want to call it a bromance, between Keanu and and, and Swayze and Paul Walker and uh, Vin Diesel. I actually found quite similar. Although, I, yeah. although naturally, I do not think Paul Walker and Vin Diesel are anywhere near as handsome as Keanu and Patrick Swayze. Oh yeah, I'd give them the edge for sure. If not just for hair alone. Well, yeah, but also... Even Patrick Swayze's weird beard. I which I'm not a fan of. Patrick Swayze like is the it. one person who who looks better clean shaven. Um, imagine what Vin Diesel would look like with a beard. Ooh, that's weird. <laughs> I've just had a ridiculous thought in my head. Um, he actually did a movie where he had hair, and it was, <laughs> that was no. Bad, so I can only imagine. Yeah, well, he did a movie called Find Me Guilty where he had hair, and it was the very odd. The I'm sorry, but there is, uh, the, the most hair Vin Diesel has ever had in a movie is when Groot starts growing leaves. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is the most. Is when, yeah, is it the end of the first Guardians when Groot is a teenager again? Oh. Or something. No, it's the end of the second one. He's in the second one. Uh-oh. It's the end of the second one. Where he's in he's in his room playing on his little video game thing that he's always playing on. And all those leaves are around him. That is the most time Vin Diesel has, has ever had. The most hair in a movie. He doesn't have hair. He's think, a bald man. I think, I think that's accurate. It is accurate. There was actually a, a strong lack of the word family used in the first movie. You were expecting more of it. I was I was truly expecting, um, you know, several thousand uses of the word family from Vin Diesel because I thought that's what happened in these movies. But I think they took a lot of time to kind of show how his group of friends were like his family. They had the family dinners and... Um, you know, when he kind of gets left behind, he makes a big deal to say, you know, you're kind of family. How did come? You didn't have my back. And, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like they tried to press the issue that they considered themselves a family, that group of friends. And yeah. Maybe it just gets stupid by like the sixth one. And yeah. <laughs> oh no! You get you get sentence. family you get family stuff coming up coming out of your ears yeah. by the end of the series. So that's yeah. where and that's where the joke that I know comes from, even though I have no reference point, and that is often the case. Um, with yeah. with movies we do or Morgan hasn't seen, I kind of hear things and little inside jokes people have about these movies and then watch the movies and go, uh-huh, that's where that's from. And it, it comes off as really simple from my uh, my perspective. I mean, people must... 
I, I, I'm convinced that this whole show makes people dislike me. <laughs> I am truly convinced of that. No. Despite the never. fact, despite the fact that I did like the Fast and the Furious quite a good bit, good. and I was happy Glad with myself. You enjoyed it. I was happy. I was very excited to hear that you liked it. Yeah, I was. I was. I was happy that I liked it. There was actually a uh, certain certain stuff certain things in this movie that actually kind of reminded me of the Nick Cage movie Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, there's some, there's some vibes from that movie, Which is, is also from, like, the early 2000s. I want to say 2002. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe it's just that. a group of people that are, uh, you know, car enthusiasts, car enthusiasts. to say the least. Um, Indeed. And thieves also, yeah. Even though there's uh, a good deal more racing that's going on in the Fast and Furious as opposed to car theft, which is yeah. the entire Gone plot in of Gone in 60 Seconds was 2000. This movie was 2001. Gone in 60 Seconds was 2000. See, I was two years mm-hmm. off there. Uh, it's a so good movie. I'm sure, they were, I'm sure they were a bit inspired because this came out a year after. Gone in sixty seconds. Quite, po- I mean, quite possibly with the whole uh, group of car enthusiasts situation and friends, friends and, and, yeah. and family mm-hmm. and uh, family. Sadly, no Vinnie Jones. No, is, not. Uh, is. I'm surprised Vinnie Jones has never shown up in a Fast and Furious movie. It seems like exactly the kind of thing <laughs> Vinnie Jones would do. Uh, although, and there's one that literally takes a like place in london and so you mean that would have been the perfect opportunity to have him yeah but i mean i I suppose they've got statham haven't they who is kind of and they have luke they have luke evans and but luke evans luke evans is not comparable to vinnie jones whereas jason statham is (laughs) jason statham however is a better actor than vinnie jones yes um I'd agree with that. Even though they are very, very similar people. Or they at least portray very, very similar people. <laughs> um, I don't know them personally. I am sorry to both Jason and Vinny. Um, why, why am I apologising well, any... to Vinny Jones? <laughs> <laughs> any last words on The Fast and the Furious? Last thoughts, feelings? Before we get into Too Fast, Too Furious. Yes. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I just had a lot of fun with this, and I I'm glad that I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, it was a perfectly simple movie. Everybody knew what they were doing. Everybody did it well. And um, what I like about it is that yes, it's an early two thousands movie, but Janine, it doesn't Men in Black to you and beat you over the head with references from the early two thousands. Yes. Oh, and what what else you you didn't mention how you feel about the look of the cars in these movies? Oh, they're absolutely horrendous, Janine. <laughs> now, Morgan thought the cars in this movie were incredibly ugly. Oh, they are though. There's so no there's, there's no argument. <laughs> they are some of the ugliest vehicles I have ever seen in my entire life. I also <laughs> Have to pronounce it vehicle because there is uh, the H in there, so it's pronounced vehicle. 
Well, Again, I'm just going to fair. annoy people and my with my disdain for certain things in uh, certain movies that certain people may uh, love to a certain large amount. But no, the cars are absolutely awful to look at. Can't stand, can't stand them. Anybody who likes the look of those cars, weird. Sorry. <laughs> it's just my opinion. I don't have anything against you but... or your car, or your personal opinions or your personal choices in 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 your vehicular life, but bright green and bright orange, go away. Please go away. I actually did like though. Let's redeem myself. What before we get on to too fast, too furious? Dominic Toretto's car at the end. Yeah, so you were into the muscle cars. I like that. Movies. I like that car because it it looks like an old car from like the seventies. It's kind of like I don't know terms for cars, right? But it's kind of square and it's kind of flat and. It just looks like a, it looks like a, a, a and what, shiny and shiny. It is shiny. It's also black, which helps. <laughs> and it has one of those weird engine things that comes out the front of it, that looks like it looks like Wally. Do you not think those things look like Wally, with little two um, little two eyes, with the little flaps, with the little yeah, flap little things. Which could be Wally's eyes, right? Yes, I think I've I'm onto something. I really do not so, know anything about cars, by the way, guys. Yeah, truly, I think that's the truly obvious. do not. Except how to say vehicle. Vehicle. <laughs> Just to close out, what did you think of the ending? The the let the guy get away because you care I, because you've bonded. Well, it's the situation. exact same as Point Break. Even though there was no, you know, greatest wave of all He's time. He's going to die whatever. anyway on the greatest wave ever. Yeah. He's just going to drive away to Mexico or something. Yeah, I mean, there was no there, there was no uh, death or kind of guaranteed ending for... Because obviously Vin Diesel is Patrick Swayze in the whole comparison situation. Um, in Point Break... Patrick Swayze was either going to die from riding the Great Wave or get arrested. Uh, there's none of there's no closure like that in this one, which is good because there's a reason there's now forty eight movies. <laughs> um, it opened itself and a up spin-off. and a spin off, um, which I do count in the forty eight movies, by the way, um, and the several other spin offs of like. I don't know that this franchise is never going to end, is it? Probably not, because um, they are making all the money. They are making all the money. They do make a lot of money. Um, but no, no, I like it. It's again, it, it's really very clearly inspired by Point Break, in that sense, as well. Um, but no, because um, because I ended up really liking Dominic Toretto. I liked the ending because yay. He got away. He's he all away. nice. They're all friends now. I can't wait to see Vin Diesel in the second one. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, let's get into the second one. But before we watched the second one, we watched the turbocharged prequel short film 
that showed what happened to uh, Paul Walker's Brian O'Connor character. Janine, I... Um, between this film and Too Fast, Too Furious. How did you feel about the turbocharged prequel? Janine, I truly forgot about the turbocharged prequel until right just now. <laughs> well, well there, that that's the answer then. Um, um, uh, from what I can remember of it, it doesn't actually have any dialogue. No, not so much. And he's just basically a music video. And it just shows how he got from... From L.A. to Miami. To Miami. So if you have not heard of this, go look it up online. It's the turbocharged Fast and Furious prequel that shows what happened to Brian between the Fast and the Furious and Too Fast, Too Furious. It shows how he got to Miami. So, yeah, I don't know if a lot of people know about this, but I hadn't heard of it until I got like the DVD set and that was a special feature on there. It's so So, weird. Yeah. It's such a weird thing. It's something that could have only ever been made in the early 2000s as well. Yes. Um, so if you're a completist... Um, I guess. Yeah, completionist. You check it out. And I think there's a there's another one. like It's called La Camachos or something oh, like that, that. That Vin Diesel directed. And it's kind of an in-between, I think, in-between maybe four and five. Oh well. In between Tokyo Drift and Four, I have to figure that out because that's one I haven't seen. But it's like a little short film that plays into like an in between period of two of these movies, which I'm not too sure of. So we'll have to look into that. So I mean, we can discuss it the next time it comes up. If we're going to be true completionists, uh, Janine, I think I feel like we have to watch. Yes, I think we need to. I feel like we have to For watch sure. every every weird interlude short film that they may. <laughs> exactly um but yeah so the, the, um the, yeah. this turbocharged nonsense was exactly that it was nonsense it was a six minute weird montage music video of paul walker traveling through the southern u.s racing in his ridiculously ugly cars so, yeah, I think it was just to let you know that he was kind of on the run because he well, let yes, that's true. He's on the, the criminal run. go. He let the criminal go. So he's kind of on the run from the police. Um, and yeah, he's just kind of living in Miami, kind of hiding out, making money by racing. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of how it starts out in Miami. Which links right introduced to to too fast. Too Furious. Too Furious. Which is so, actually a great title and is a perfect... And it's got the twos, yeah. the number twos. It is. It, directed by the late John Singleton. This is yes. actually kind of my favorite in the franchise. Okay, well. <laughs> Just because, I mean, everybody loves Five. Five is incredible. Five is fun. But for whatever reason, this movie just has the most quotability for me. It's just the silliest, most fun for me. Tyrese is hilarious. Um, and, like, I really like the pacing of this one as well. I, I don't know what it is about this one, but I just always have a lot of fun with this one. So, yeah. It must speak to you on a base <laughs> level, Janine. It, it does. It, it does, must speak. Sure. Too Fast, Too Furious must speak to your soul. Maybe it is... The genius nonsense of the title of the movie. Uh, it's a per- what a, what a great title for a sequel. You don't get too stuff fast, like that anymore. I, too furious. I'm I'm sick. I'm sick of you know um, 
whenever it is, you know, whatever's coming out. You know, Toy Story 4. Don't call it don't call it Toy Story 4. Call it like something weird. I don't know. I don't know titles, but yeah. But no, a lost opportunity with number naming is definitely Shrek Forever After. Because it's the fourth movie. Yeah. Make it it's four got forever. They could have put number four ever after. But no, they did not. They, they just put a regular forever. Idiots. Wasted opportunity. Shrek four. Stupid. Idiots. <laughs> The the, the the diminishing quality in the Shrek franchise towards the end is very noticeable. Yes. Or the, like, or the, leave it at maybe two the love. and call it a day. Two is probably the greatest of the Shrek. I mean, it's an eye. As Too Fast, Too Furious is the best of the <laughs> Fast and Furious movies. You don't even know why you like Too Fast, Too Furious better. You just it's it just speaks funny. To you. Tyrese is hilarious. It makes me laugh. I love John Singleton's direction. It's fun. The pacing it is, is fun. great. Like it is yeah. it is very fun. But also I feel like I have to say, um is Shrek two the best Shrek or is Shrek one the best Shrek? Because there's an no, argument I mean, to be Shrek had. I mean, Shrek Two might the, be the, the most expansion, fun. the expansion and references of Two make it the best. I mean, I can't disagree with that, but also, Shrek One paved the way. Shrek One was so subversive. For 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 was. again, early two thousand movies. Was, Shrek One was basically a big fuck you to Disney because it was. That guy got fired and he didn't like it, so... So he made the greatest yeah. animated movie of all time. He did. Or, the great, or at least, you know, 1 and 2. Shrek 1 and 2. Okay, I love Shrek 1 and 2 as well. But they are, they are two of the greatest animated movies of all time. They Screw are, Toy Story. But we're not here to talk about Shrek sequels. We're I am. here to talk about <laughs> Too Fast, Too Furious. Well, then you could go to another show and I'll just have to... <laughs> Name it something else. <laughs> Shrek talk. Yeah. Morgan Shrek talk. Nobody's gonna coming watch soon that. No. to it's a wonderful no. podcast. <laughs> Boo. The logo will be designed by Janine. It will just be a picture of my face with Shrek ears. <laughs> You'd do it. Don't lie. <laughs> I would not. No. Oh. Not. I refuse. Boo. I refuse. Boo. But yeah, too fast. Too. Furious is a hell of a lot funnier. It was. It is. And And we do get introduced to some characters who we'll see later on down in the franchise. We get introduced to Tyrese's Roman Pierce. Yeah, and I really I really um, liked him. I really like We get Ludacris we get Ludacris's Tej Parker. I mean, granted, I didn't really know everybody's name. I I will just continually refer to everybody by their actor's name um just because when i see somebody like that it's just like yeah i'm not gonna remember what your character's called but you're ludicrous and fair enough and i'll just recognize oh yeah here's ludicrous coming into several more movies 
Yeah. But I mean, this one, he starts as like a guy who owns his own garage. He organizes races. And then all of a sudden he becomes like a super tech genius. So maybe I don't know what he was doing in between in between this movie and then going into Fast Five where he became a super hacker. But yeah, he'd been to uh, he'd been to college. Oh, maybe he got it. He got his degree in computering. He'd been to night school. Yeah, that's where Ludacris had been for the last (laughs) for the the past uh, several years. He'd been to night school to learn computing and hackery. Hackery should be a uh, course that everybody should take. I think so. Yeah. Hackery. Hackery. No. (laughs) (laughs) I've gone off the rails. Um, Yeah. I really liked uh, Too Fast, Too Furious, though. It was definitely funnier. Um, Thanks in all part to Tyrese. Roman Pierce. Roman Pierce, yeah. who I will also just refer to as Tyrese, by the way, um, because I, I will I, well. I will forget that his name is Roman Pierce, even though Roman Pierce is a great name. It is a great name. Uh, what a good name. So, I mean, what's Paul Walker called? <laughs> Brian. Brian O'Connor. Brian O'Connor. See, that's a bit... Mm. That's a bland name there, Paul Walker. Yeah, it's not like it's Dominic Toretto. The only reason I re- remember Dominic Toretto is because I've not been able to get away from the name Dominic Toretto for the last 10 years. Um, That's the only reason there. <laughs> and also, Vin Diesel is a daft name. So I actually prefer to call him Dominic Toretto. But D- Vin Diesel is not in this movie. Dominic Toretto is not in this movie. Yeah, and that's what he did sad not want to come it. back for the sequel. So they changed the story up to you know Brian. He's on the run. He ends up in Miami, um, and then he gets kind of spotted by the police in Miami as a great driver, and they kind of pull up who he is, and they cut him a deal that if if he like races for them for this like drug lord guy (laughs) yeah and he will get his record expunged uh but he needs help so who does he enlist to help him in this mission to drive for this drug lord he enlists vin diesel his buddy no 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 boo just as bald (laughs) just as bald (laughs) not as muscly (laughs) <laughs> Roman Pierce. Roman, just as bald, not as muscly, much funnier. <laughs> yes. Roman Pierce. So I really liked their dynamic. I really liked their chemistry. It was really fun watching them together. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how Vin Diesel will feel when Vin Diesel sees um, uh, Paul Walker and Tyrese all buddy, all buddy, buddy together. Vin Diesel is going to be jealous. <laughs> It's all going to kick off. Vin Diesel and Tyrese are going to get into a fight. It's going to be like a soap opera. I don't need to see that. I just want to see more silliness. I just... I, so, yeah, so this movie has I just an abundance something. of silliness. I don't think my pitch but went what did off very well, did it? Nobody cared. No, Nobody not, cared. no, no, no. Not so much. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So what did you like about this movie? I 
Yeah, I just I, I just liked how it was funny. It still felt like a simple movie, which I really liked, even though I think the story of the first one is a lot better. Um, I, I, I preferred the first movie, I think, overall, because I preferred the... Um, I th again, I think it, m it might go back to the Point Break thing. Um, where I just think the story really works very well in the first one. And the second one definitely feels more like a random early 2000s action movie. Rather than okay. something that, you know, rather than a movie that is a sort of staple of an era. I feel like The Fast and the Furious is like... That, that is a movie that people will look at and go, yeah, action movie, early 2000s. Look at the fast... You know, in 30 years or however long, look at The Fast and the Furious. That's a good example of that. I think Too Fast, Too Furious is utterly gets mixed in, 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 in the randomness of everything. I don't think it's necessarily as special as the first one and this isn't me saying like oh the first one is a masterpiece it should be revered for all time i just think it's a very good example of its genre in its era and i don't think okay, i, I, I don't that. think too fast too furious is as good even though it, it couldn't play as like a, any movie like yeah any movie could have that plot and not be a fast and furious movie exactly whereas i don't think the first one could even though there's a point break thing it does obviously it's, it's a lot different um although i do think too fast too furious is funnier thanks to tyrese i think he's a great addition uh, i can't wait to see more of him and i just was kind of sad that there was no Vin Diesel and learning Diesel. also that Vin Diesel kind of didn't want to come back after really liking him in the first one. I wouldn't have cared yeah. to, you know, if you'd have told me um, Vin Diesel didn't want to come back before I'd watched any of these movies, I'd just be like, oh, okay, well, let Vin Diesel do what Vin <laughs> Diesel want to do. I don't care. Um, but you actually kind of missed him. But I actually kind of missed him in the second one. And I kind of missed... I, I think... You know, that little gang of Michelle Rodriguez and everybody and... Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think they worked around that well with the story. And I liked that they kind of tried to work in the street racing and that kind of element in this kind of way of, you know, this is how this drug lord wants to get his drugs moved around by fast drivers or whatever. Yeah. So I... I liked the concept of them doing the whole street race racing aspect, but in a way that was more made it more of like a crime kind of story it, as opposed to a yeah, racing movie. It definitely it, it was. And that's why I think that it could be lumped in with any random action movie yeah. because action movies are always about some sort of crime or some sort of drug lord or some sort of, thing like that i mean look at bad boys that's about miami drug lords right yes. what's what is ultimately the difference between bad boys and too fast too furious there's actually kind of little <laughs> yeah now that i think about it <laughs> where where's like yeah the first one it knows it, it's maybe it's aiming 
for car enthusiasts, right? And the whole street racing aspect. And yeah, there's street racing in the, in the second one. But like you said, it is. It's got this whole... It's not the central part of the plot. And the street racing yeah. is that in the first, really. I mean, yeah, so that's kind of what is what makes it like it could be any kind of movie. It doesn't have to be a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, and I mean, you get people in this, um, obviously with Miami drug uh, lords, you're going to get people who are dressed like they belong in Scarface. And you got that. Some of the, some of the uh, I don't know his name, the drug lord himself, some of his henchmen looked like they should have been cast in Scarface. I think that was kind of the point with their, you know, gold chains and their open collars. But it uh, also isn't 1983. (laughs) But who knows? Maybe that's that was the vibe. That's the vibe in Miami. I mean, if that's still the vibe in Miami, if people are still dressing like Tony Montana, I don't know what to tell (laughs) Miami, but I, I think the world has moved on. Um, and can we just for a second tell people that, hey, if you watch this movie in the scene when they're in the Pearl Club, just watch some Pearl. of the dancing extras in oh, the background. God. <laughs> you will get a nice little giggle watching some of these dancing extras in the I background because their moves <laughs> oh, I remember are so that. cringy and ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the scene where they're at the nightclub. Yeah. yeah, I mean, some of those dance moves. I don't want to. Is that what Miami's like? Uh, is Miami just full of people dressed like Tony Montana and dancing like that in 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 nightclubs? Apparently, I mean, that's what you're supposed to that, ascertain from this film. I mean, that one dude was doing something to that one girl that should. What, against num- a wall against a back. wall that number one shouldn't probably be done in public and number two <laughs> don't do it anyway and number three he'll probably end up breaking his own hip yes most likely if he's moving that aggressively in a tight space <laughs> next so to a I'm wall I'm just going to tell you I feel People, sorry. People, if you ever watch Too Fast and Too Furious, please look at the dancing extras and you will get a nice little giggle at these ridiculous dance moves and what these extras are doing in the back. I felt sorry. Oh, I, fe- I felt sorry for the girl. Yeah, I felt, I felt, I felt very sorry for her. She was probably there. She'd come on de- the day for one set. What, one, you know, come on set for one day. One day of work. One day of work. She just has to get humped who, who you, against the wall. Who you dance... <laughs> Uh, what am what am I doing today, uh, boss? Oh, you're just gonna be, you know, extra in this nightclub. Uh, just dance. Oh, great, yeah. Uh, do I have to dance with anyone? Uh, yeah, just dance with this guy. Okay. Uh, action. Ah, what are you doing? <laughs> Get off me, weirdo. <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank you for that reenactment of. Of a day club goer number five. Yeah. <laughs> set uh set life with Morgan Robinson. Yes. Yeah, with that could be your spin off show. Absolutely no experience. No, I I still prefer Shrek talk, but still. Oh, um 
But yeah, that was weird. I couldn't pay attention to what the hell was actually being said in that particular scene. <laughs> it was just like, what's he doing over there? Why is he wearing that hat indoors? Why are you doing that? You're just you just look like you're dancing. You look like you should be dancing with someone, but your your dance partner has gotten lost somewhere or didn't come into work today, so you're just dancing a two person dance with just yourself and you look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised so I didn't I think it's it adds to the fun to just watch the extras in that club scene because it, it's a bit silly. I'm surprised I didn't but... see someone dancing the waltz on his own. Oh goodness. Just just twirling, just twirling with himself because yeah, he the 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 person who he was supposed to be dancing with didn't come in today. And we have to <laughs> we have to film this scene, guys. John Singleton's there just like just get on with it. <laughs> We've not got all day, guys. We've not got all day. We have to get seven more things done today. Set life with Morgan Robinson. I mean, it'd be it'd be wildly inaccurate, considering I have no experience of movie sets. I do, however. You sound like you know. You sound like you know what you're talking about. No, see, I'm faking it all. <laughs> I'm I I myself. I'm a very good actor. Uh, well, I hope you're not faking how much you enjoyed this film, Morgan. No, I'm not actually. Um, again, pleasantly surprised by my enjoyment of of Too Fast, Too Furious as well. Even though I, I uh, firmly believe the first one, or, or firmly prefer the first one. Uh, really, really pleasantly surprised by it. I really do think the standout is the... Uh, again, maybe it's just Paul Walker's ability to have... Uh, a good friend, a good on-screen friendship with people. Yeah, he's very likable. Um, so I think that has something to do with it. He, like he is likable, but I always, but I, I so far in the two movies have preferred his, uh, whoever his buddy may his be, friend. his friend, <laughs> whoever his friend may be, whether it's Vin Diesel or Tyrese. I preferred Tyrese to to him in 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 this movie. I actually really think he's got a quite an interesting character because. You know, you meet him and he's all mad at Paul Walker for putting him in prison. Uh, But he didn't put him in prison. Yeah, even though Paul Walker didn't put him in prison. But he believes that Paul Walker put him in prison and that's all he needs. And then they have that ridiculous wrestling match on the floor. Yes. Which is funny. But I do like how they kind of tried to tie it to the first one where um, he feels like maybe he did let Vin Diesel go as somewhat of a redemption for yeah what happened between him and Roman. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Vin Diesel, despite not wanting to come back, his presence is always felt. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, they even go as far as to explain like why Roman's always eating everything all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like... I like effort into things like that. That's like, kind of funny. That was funny as well. Yes. I think that's really the, the, the takeaway from Too Fast, Too Furious is the humour. And I hope the humour continues. Um, it does, for sure. In, 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 in the next few movies. Because um, if there was anything missing from the first one, 
it was a bit more of a bit more of comedy, you know, bit of just a little, yeah. little, little hint. And so maybe they overplayed that in the, in the, in the second one, um, as opposed to actually telling a story that stood out and wasn't kind of general. Generic, I yeah, guess. Generic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but there's I, kind of like a forced romance in there that's like... Oh, mm. yeah. No. Uh, yeah. The romance... The romance in the movies, in the Fast and Furious movies, so far, haven't been my favourite thing. Wouldn't... Yeah, they're a little bit weak. Um, wouldn't particularly I, I say they are that. necessary. Um... I, I mean, I think in the first one, it's more necessary than this one. I mean, it adds that conflict. I mean, yeah. Um, between yeah. him and Dominic and him really, like, trying to switch his allegiances because of yeah, her. No, that, that plays yeah, no, that's, that, that's, that's true. That's true. But I this apologize. one is just kind of like Ava Mendez is hot and it's you get some funny jokes from Roman about, you know, you're losing your focus because you're looking at this girl so that made for some funny jokes but yeah like they just have some random kiss when she tries to warn it and that's kind of as far as that goes so i mean it seemed a bit forced and unnecessary but i didn't like really take away anything for me from my enjoyment of the film no no i i I don't think so i just think maybe uh maybe just leave ava mendez as a as uh the drug lords you know right hand woman or whatever yeah. it was undercover cop yeah she's an undercover oh, cop. Un- yeah undercover see there's a lot of, yeah. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> did you watch this movie i did watch this movie and i enjoyed this movie i forget some things i always forget some <laughs> things you know that um especially when so, especially um, when things blend together I'm just like, what, what, what happened in this? I feel like that's potentially going to happen with this franchise is that there's going to be stuff that blends together. And I must say, one of the most surprising things that I've learned about the Fast and Furious franchise, thanks to you, the franchise as a whole, I mean, is that the fact that every movie isn't this whole big team of people doing things. Which I thought it was. That's true. Yeah. No, it starts fairly simple. Um, and then you kind of want to start keeping track of your villains at this point. So you can maybe villains. see how they match up. Because I think from this point going forward, you're kind of going to get a villain in each movie. Okay. Do they all come back at the end as a one big super villain? This isn't a video game movie, okay? This is. <laughs> Are we that far off? Are we, are, no, are not we, so much. Are we that no, far off something no. like that happening? From what I I'm can just saying, like this gather. one, this one has like a very distinct villain, and going forward, you're kind of gonna get like this one. This guy's the bad guy in okay. every movie, kind of going forward. So just kind of keep track of how you feel about these villains and how they compare. And, okay. Because I mean, this guy, I feel like they tried to make him way more menacing with the whole like. Mouse torture, rat torture. Oh yeah, and that was kind of good actually. I re- I actually kind yeah. of really like that. Um, 
I mean, I'm not going to say I enjoy an, a nice torture scene every now and again. Because I don't. <laughs> um, I appreciate when movies put something like that in. Because it's really Because I don't dark. think you were expecting that. Not yeah. expecting something like that. Um, in, uh, in Too Fast, Too Furious at all. And that's that's a really medieval way of torturing someone as well. Um, yeah. That's like... Uh, and so I kind of... And like, even the point of where that happens, it's like then once he's kind of on to them, then you kind of do get a little bit scared for them because, yeah, this dude is kind of fucked up. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh, no, it's... Again, it's uh, it's a good movie. And I enjoyed it. I I, I, I am just actually quite happy. Because wow. you know I was going, you know I was going on forever about how much I was really looking forward to doing these movies. Yeah, yes. I can't. You were very wait. miserable about it. And now, after having watched the first two, I truly slightly optimistic. I truly am looking forward to doing the rest of them. Oh, yay. Um, even the plan is working. Your plan is your plan is working. Your, your plan often works. Um, yeah, it does because I'm smart. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, even what? even though I am, don't want to say disappointed, just slightly like surprised that the movies, the the Fast and Furious movies aren't the big whole team of people doing a different thing every movie that i thought it's getting to that it's getting to that soon but i'm glad you kind of were able to ease into these um and see some things that you weren't expecting yeah um yeah so i think that was a nice uh smooth introduction a very very smooth introduction (laughs) um a I don't know, I was going to create some sort of car pun just then, but as we've already been over, I don't know anything to do with cars, so I would probably say something Well, wrong. let's just say we're ready to gear up I mean, for the yeah. next two movies in this Fast and Furious series, which will be Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. and Fast and Furious. Oh, God. So in other words, number three and four. We will not be going in timeline order and shifting the movies around because, as you know, there's a weird, hey, let's make a universe out of this. Let's connect all these movies. So let's hop around in the timeline but still number the movies in weird ways. So we're just going to go in the release order. I don't know that, Janine. You've just confused me. (laughs) I have. I don't. So all these movies were kind of their own thing. I think they had planned to do like different movies in different locations. So that Ooh, that's when they... Fast and Furious they, Argentina. Yes. Yeah, so that's when they did Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. And then Vin Diesel decided to come back. And in Fast and Furious you end up seeing a character that was in Tokyo Drift. So then you realize that while this is the fourth movie in release order, it actually takes place before Tokyo Drift. 
I'm going to get confused, but we'll do it. Yay. There is a character who died in Tokyo Drift, but he shows up in the movie that comes out after Tokyo Drift. Well, so that's weird from the studio. Yeah. So then you realize that that movie is a prequel and that character who died in Tokyo Drift shows up in, I think, two more subsequent movies in the franchise <laughs> that came out after Tokyo Drift. So then you Again. realize that, like, two more movies were prequels to Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Again, this is weird from the studio. What are they doing? Yes. Yeah, so I'm we will not be watching it in that weird order. We are just gonna watch it in the release order. Yeah, I mean, just that's so we a... don't confuse Morgan. For yeah, me. yeah, that's always made the most sense to me. Anyway, like people always bang on about, you know, oh, what's the right way to watch the Star Wars movies? Just watch them in the order they were released. That's how everybody has ever watched them. You don't have to, yeah. you don't have to, oh, let's skip number two, but just watch number three and then watch Solo before Rogue One and then Rogue One. I don't just watch them in the order they were released. <laughs> People could, you, you, what I do. like, even, even watch, like, you know how Rogue One and Solo were obviously brought out in between episodic movies, right? Just watch them in yeah. between the episodic movies. You've already done that anyway. <laughs> yeah that's how it just you're not going to be lost you're not going to think why is darth vader alive i thought he was dead because i've just watched the last jedi you're an idiot yes so you can't uh, hence sorry sorry <laughs> we will <laughs> sorry guys thank you for that lovely tangent morgan i just i just i just don't see the big argument with watching stuff not in release order like they've been released that order for a reason yeah right so i think it was kind of maybe a last minute idea to shift things around so sure um, maybe but yeah. i mean okay so i, then I guess diesel decided to come back and so things got shifted so i think there are two more movies that come out after tokyo drift that chronologically take place before tokyo drift so who is in Tokyo Drift? Tokyo Drift, there's only one person. Oh, God damn it, that, Vin Diesel. So. Where are you? So, he he appears at the end oh. in a cameo. Oh, that's not that's good it. enough. <laughs> Other than that, you get nobody else from the first two movies. Not even. Because I think that was the plan. I think that was the plan for them to go. I think I remember reading something right, okay. that there was a plan for them to do separate things that weren't really connected. They just wanted to do something that was with the Fast and Furious name, but like in different I places. I see. I see. And then when Vin Diesel made the cameo, I think he decided he wanted to continue the franchise, but also connect all the movies. I see. So then... He did something with a character who died in Tokyo Drift, putting him in the later movies. So then it turned out that those movies were a prequel to I, Tokyo Drift. I see. Even though, <laughs> obviously, it wasn't planned because there's, like, flip phones and technology that, yeah, is older yeah. than the movies that were supposed to come before it. So you just kind of have to just, okay. I, like, I appreciate I appreciate the creativity you're trying to put here. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a very interesting. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> take on this. I think yeah. I think I may view Tokyo Drift as a spin-off. I think okay. that'll be the safest thing for my brain to do. Um just because I think it'll just just make sense. That's weird. Um Yeah, so they do they do quite a few things to kind of change things that you saw before. Okay. Um so um I will be here to guide you and explain things yeah, and but I, I But yeah, I, so <laughs> I, I I do apologize for being simple. I will understand. I will understand one day. And I, I'm I'm just yes. I'm just happy I, I, I really did like these first two movies. I am very happy too because <laughs> I was very concerned that you would just be stuck with your opinion of dumb car movies with Vin Diesel. Silly car and movies not starring a Vin Diesel. <laughs> Sorry. I never, silly I never used movies. the word dumb. I didn't say they were stupid. I said they were silly. Silly vehicle movies with Vin <laughs> Diesel. So um, yes. I appreciate that you eased into them well and you enjoyed them and you are positively looking forward to the future of these films. So next yeah. week we will be talking about Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift and Fast and Furious, which... Is considered the fourth one, even though it takes place before Tokyo Dread. We'll just so call it the fourth the one. So it's basically the Fast and the Furious, but it takes all the thes out. So it's yeah. just Fast and Furious. And so we will be talking about those next two movies next week in this series. While I, um, well, I still think that calling the fourth the fourth one, Fast and Furious, is silly and confusing. I would rather it be called that than The Fast and the Furious 4. Yeah, that's too many words. The Fast and the Furious Part 4. I miss it when sequels were called The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. Oh, goodness. You know, you had the mummy, then you had the mummy's hand, and then the curse of the mummy. I miss when sequels were called that. Yeah. Rather than stupid, fun. stupid Godfather ruining it for everybody. <laughs> Just adding ones and twos. And the Godfather Part and Two. Thanks for that. That's what it came from. It came from the goddamn Godfather. Stupid. Yeah. That's why. That's why everything. That's why. Oh. It has just two and three. Although, however. In sequel. In Toy Story Four. In, in sequel naming <laughs> tradition, would you rather have? Toy Story 4 or um, the stupid colons that everybody gets now. Yeah, I don't like Thor the Dark World. Nah, just call it Thor. Colon. Just call it Thor (laughs) 2. Yeah. Um, Or just call it Thor 2 or The Return of Thor. (laughs) Yeah, no. I don't like that. I like The Return. I always like stuff that's called like that sort of stuff. Jaws the Revenge. Uh, See that that that's a good one. Star Wars have had the per- Star Wars had the perfect ones though sequels. Didn't call it Star Wars two and Star Wars three did they? they? No, they changed the name completely. They called it Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Completely different titles for a sequel. That's all I'm saying. Well, I think sequel naming we- tradition is weird. And I like titles. I'm a title person, so 
Yeah, I miss that creativity. I like titles as well, even though I can never come up with titles for anything. Yeah. Because I put... No help in naming this show. I put way too much thought into it. That's why. I never go with my gut, Ginny, when it comes to title naming. Which is... Yeah, I've noticed that when trying to name this show with you, so... Sigh. Shrek Talk, however, is a great title. Uh, uh, no, that's awful. But, mm, yes. It's not awful. I was, pr- I was <laughs> proud of that. Oh. Nope. nope. So, yes, like I said, we will be back next week. We will. The next two movies, in, yes, in this series. With more stupidity. Not in chronological, but Stop confusing order. me. It's just the third one and the fourth one. <laughs> Wait till you see them. You will be slightly confused. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna guess right now. Tokyo Drift came out in two thousand and five, and Fast and Furious was oh seven. Nope. Boo. That was just a guess. I don't know. Um, Tokyo Drift was two thousand six. 2006? They waited three years. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, you wouldn't do that with a Fast and Furious movie these days. Waiting three years with this nonsense. Hello. This is good radio. <laughs> it is. This is most good radio. Janine, I think we should probably come to the end. We should of what probably Of what we're doing do right that. now. Um... Thank you, everyone, for listening to another 80 minutes of nonsense from me and Jimmy <laughs> talking about the first two Fast and Furious movies. About silly vehicle movies. Silly car movies Vin starring Vin Diesel. Um, I hope I haven't uh, upset everybody as much as I probably did last week. Um, I hope maybe you, you, I hope maybe I've uh, redeemed myself with actually liking uh, these two movies, even though... Um, naturally, it wouldn't be an episode of Morgan hasn't seen if we didn't go into some sort of nonsense and stupidity and silliness and me going off the rails and getting, you know, twisted up inside my own head like I apparently like to do, Janine. Yeah, that's normal, people. That's normal around here, so... Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, Janine... Where can everybody Morgan. find you? What are you up to? What's going on? Fun stuff. People can find me at Janine Dubbin on Twitter and Instagram. You can find my articles, Machine Mondays, on TriviaSD.com, where I talk about all things Schmodown and me and the machine. Um, you can get some merch of ours yeah. at my tea Public shop. Uh, G9 design on tpublic.com. Um, yeah, I have a Patreon. Look for me, Patreon, Janine LC. I got some silly, fun stuff going on over there. And yeah, you can also hear me guesting on It's a Wonderful Podcast, the flagship show on this feed, um, along with some other friends who will be guest hosting. So that's fun stuff over there and i'm just holding the flag yeah. right now you said it was flagship 
Yes. Is it he the- is fold- holding a flag. He's holding an invisible flag, people, just just so you no, know. I have a flag. It's a little white flag because I'm surrendering. I'm sur- surrendering to me because I'm <laughs> making you watch all these wonderful films. Exactly. Um, exactly. But. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, uh, and yeah, that's maybe it. you will see me in some tourneys coming up in the Schmodown team singles. Ooh. I don't know. Perhaps, maybe both. I don't know. Schmodown, yeah, go on, so, go, on, yeah. go and watch Janine on the Schmodown. There's always a, a link to the Schmodown in the descriptions of these episodes because we like to support Janine and we like to support the Schmodown because um, it's great and Janine's great. In case you hadn't already realised, I'm definitely the weakest of the two on this whole show. Um, so just just putting that out there. Just putting that. She's okay, this shows your namesake. This shows your namesake, so you can't put yourself down. Like the that. show's title literally is Morgan is bad. Is it not? Well, that was what you wanted to name it, as <laughs> yeah. we have discussed. You are terrible with titles. Um, uh, but Morgan. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> where can the people find you so they can tell you how terrible you are? Hi, everyone. Welcome to Morgan. Has- no, that's not right. Um, yes, you can find me on uh, Twitter at the Purple Dome with a three instead of the E in the because Janine. Three is the magic number. Yeah. Or on Instagram at just the purple don. Find me on this show if you really do for some reason like hearing my own, like my voice. I don't know why. Uh, or you can, uh, yeah, check out It's a Wonderful Podcast, which as Janine said is the flagship or as I like to call the main show on this feed. Um, and we're having a bunch of uh, bunch of guest hosts on these days with uh, talking to me about those good old movies that everybody loves that aren't from the 90s or the 2000s so i actually know what i'm talking about yay because i know what i'm talking about if the movie is from before the 80s and that's just a fact that's just a fact i go from somewhat knowledgeable person to complete simpleton after the year 1990 in terms of movies but yeah you can find me on there and the guests we are uh, i am having on there are wonderful and uh every friday new episode of it's a wonderful podcast every wednesday new episode of morgan hasn't seen this show that you are listening to right now we always go on for so long because we always go into some sort of stupid nonsense and we wouldn't have it any other way though would we janine to be fair we would not it's the best. It's our signature now, I think. Our signature, a little squiggle on the piece of paper that signs your life away to the devil. Um, <laughs> by the way, I saw Midsummer. Case in point, people. Case in point. By the way, I saw Midsummer, and so should you. It's the best movie of the year. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it, guys, for another episode of Morgan Hasn't Seen. Until next week with Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift and Fast and Furious... Jesus, there's going to be a lot of weird speech and fasts and furiouses and ands and thus. And I'm just going to call it third and the fourth one. Janine, uh, you'll probably be on It's a Wonderful Podcast soon again as well, probably. I don't know, we'll figure it out. You probably will be, though. Um, yeah. It will be so. fun. Guys, yes, another episode. Series four is off to a 
stupid start, but would Ridiculous you have it Ridiculous start, <laughs> as per usual. Uh, yeah, as, as, <laughs> as usual, definitely. But that's going to do it until next time, guys. Janine, let's do it. We're very bad at this. Bye. Bye.